All right. Good evening. Um, we will be doing a study in regards to the book of Revelation. Uh, we'll be looking at uh, Revelation chapter 18. Um, verse 1 through 4 will be the main scriptures. Um, we will be talking about Revelation 18, unclean, hateful birds, and the fall of the Luciferian, Babylonian um, system. So we, it reads, and after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having a great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mildly with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacy. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, that ye receive not her plagues. So, main focus is we're going to be looking at verse 2. Um, it says, Babylon's fallen, a habitation of devils, foul spirits, a cage of every unclean, hateful bird. So, uh, when we look at the actual scriptures in regards to this, the Luciferian Babylonian system is controlled by no other than the ringleader, um, the God of this earth right now, or the God of this world, I mean, um, which is Lucifer or, or Satan and his fallen angels and demons are his um, army of darkness who are behind the scenes that control religion, the economic system, and the political system. Um, that's why that's why in um, John says, love not the world, neither the things of the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Um, that's why also, too, when Jesus went out into um, the wilderness, he was driven out um, into the wilderness after being baptized in the Jordan River and the spirit drove, drove him out. He had an encounter out in the wilderness, the desert area um, where Satan took him up to the highest peak and offered him all all the kingdoms and all which he could have partaken. But he was like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm down for. Um, the kingdom of God. I'm not down for this Luciferian um, kingdom that you have set up. So we see in these scriptures, we have to look at the Old Testament to kind of break it down on what the Apostle John is writing when he's talking about unclean birds. Um, when you go over to Leviticus chapter 11, which we'll go to Leviticus chapter 11. 
which it gives us unclean animals. And let's start at, I'm going to start at verse 14. And it says, and a vulture and the kite and his kind and every raven after his kind and the owl and the night hawk and the cockadoo and the hawk after his kind and the little owl and the cormorant and the great owl and the swan and the pelican and the gear eagle and the stork and the heron and her kind and the lapine and the bat and the fowls and the creep going up on all fours or shall be an abomination unto you. So we look in scriptures, some of the birds that they mention is owls, storks. We know historically um, people, the world, they use storks as a way of when a baby is born, a stork is carrying a baby. But um, in Leviticus, a stork is considered a unclean bird. Um, It's an unclean bird. So when we start looking at the book of Revelation, um, chapter 18, every cage, hateful bird, unclean bird, we can look, this kind of personifies um, a depiction of unclean spirits where these animals are, are unclean. Now, when we go over to Zechariah chapter 5, and let's look at verse 8 through 11, and it says, And he said this wickedness, and he cast it into the midst of the ephod, and he cast the weight of the lead upon the mouth thereof. Then lifted up I my eyes and looked, and behold, there came out two women, and the wind was in their wings, for they had wings like the wings of a stork. So these women had wings like a stork, and they lifted up the ephod, and between the earth and the heaven, and then said I to the angel that I talked with me, whether do these bear the epoch? And he said unto me to build it a house in the land of Shinar. It shall be established and set there upon her own house. So here we see in the scriptures how the prophet Zechariah sees in the spirit that these two women have wings like a stork and where they're flying to, they're flying to the land of Shinar, which is known other than Babylon. So Jesus talks about how when in in the scriptures, how the woman came in and she put a little bit of leaven um, in a little bit of leaven in the bread. Leaven is considered symbolic of of sin or false false doctrine. So here's these women in Zechariah chap, chapter five, um, wings of as a stork. We already established that a stork is one of the unclean birds in um, Leviticus chapter eleven, and it's going to the land. Of Babylon. Babylon means confusion. So this system, this Luciferian um, system is about confusion. God is a God of what? God is a God of order. So 
we see how this takes place. Even when we look at, we can go over to, want to go over to Jeremiah chapter 50. And we're going to look at verse 39. It's Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 39. It's talking about Babylon. It says, therefore, the wild beast of the desert and with the wild beast of the island shall dwell there and the owls shall dwell therein. It shall be no more inhabited forever. Neither shall it be dwelt in generations to generations. So this is line, line up on line, precept on precept. Um, we're looking at um, which connects to Revelation um, chapter 18, verse 2. So here we see this is talking about the judgment of Babylon. Anytime you're looking in the Old Testament and when it's referring to wild beasts, um, it's not talking about wild animals out in the forest or um, out in a deserted area. It's talking about demonic spirits, unclean, it's, it's connotation, unclean spirits. It talks about owls. We already mentioned when we look at Leviticus chapter 11, an owl is an unclean spirit. Even if we look at the elite um, with Bohemian um, Grove, one of the idols that they have is um, a big wooden um, statue of an owl. Um, an owl has a connotation even um, showing within the occult wisdom, um, some other things is connection with witchcraft. Uh, owl is, again, an unclean spirit. It's an unclean bird, but also, too, it's a creature of the night. So it comes out of the night. So it it is a personification of the kingdom of darkness. So here we have Babylon. Is It, it's, it talks about the desert. So when we go over, let's look at the desert because... Um, in scripture, the desert, when we look at scriptures, the desert personifies from a Jewish point of view, the wilderness, which a wilderness is a desert, is a place where demons dwell. So when we go over to, let's go over to Matthew Chapter 12. So we're going to go over to Matthew chapter 12. And I believe we're going to look at verses 43 through 45. So it says, when an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out of, or out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty and swept and garnished. Then goeth he and talketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. So, Let's connect the dots. So an uh, unclean spirit, when it's 
when it's cast out, it walks in in dry places. Um, that's why a note that um, Satan and these principalities and these demons, they're, they're not afraid of you having church. They're afraid of a spirit-led, spirit-filled church. Um, John talks about, um, Jesus says, um, when you're filled with the spirit, out of your belly shall flow, what, rivers of living water. So um, the Holy Spirit is um, symbolic of water, of, of living water will flow out of you. So when you dry and you're not having the spirit of the Lord abounding in your life and um, you're dry in all areas of your spiritual life, then you allow demonic oppression to become um, play a part within your life. Or if you're not saved and then you get delivered and then you start dabbling back in the sin and demons come back with reinforcements to possess you. So when we go over to Psalm 68, and we're going to look at verse 6, it says, God setteth in solidarity in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. But listen to this, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So when we see in the scriptures um, connecting the dots that the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So demonic spirits dwell in dry places because they are they can't access the habitation of God, the presence of God. So we see how. Babylon, this Babylon um, system is brought down to destruction and we see that it's inhabited by these hateful, unclean birds at a habitation of devils. So when we look at all these different foul spirits, we have to go over because um, the book of Isaiah also talks about that when we go to Isaiah chapter 13. So we go to Isaiah chapter 13, and I believe we want to look at verses 21 and 22. And it reads, but the wild beasts of the desert shall lie there and their houses shall be full of joyful Creatures and owls shall dwell there, and a satyr shall dance there, and the wild beasts of the island shall cry in their desolate house, and the dragons in their pleasant places, palaces. And her time is near to come, and her day shall not be prolonged. So here again, we see this is the judgment of Babylon, and it talks about wild beasts of the desert shall lie there. It talks about creatures. It talks about owls. Um, it says satires shall dance there. What's that talking about? That's talking about a goat-like creature, a creature that is half goat, half man, 
This is this is what the Old Testament is showing is is showing you that demons that the fall of Bam- Babylon will be a hab- Isaiah saying a habitation of demons. So a satire is again it's a half goat, half man. So if we even look at modern day times where um, the Illuminati, um, witches, um, different groups, um, Satanists. They worship the Baphomet. So the Baphomet is what? It's a mixture of goat and um, it's our hermaphrodite because it's a mixture of beast. Um, that's why the beast system is bringing confusion with a, you see a proliferation of androgyny and other things that are taking place. It's because of the Babylonian Luciferian system and um, the Baphomet, but also to Jesus when he's up on um, the mount and he's on Mount Hermine and he says up on this gates, I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. That's another lesson within itself. But where he is actually standing is. Um, The book of Enoch talks about that's the designation where these fallen angels uh, first arrive. These 200 uh, fallen angels arrive um, up on the earth and begin to cohabitate with women and also begin to teach mankind secret knowledge and other things that proliferated the destruction of or accelerate the destruction of man, mankind, but also to. During that time, during Jesus' time, um, when um, the Jews were being occupied by the Roman Empire, um, that was a designated place for the pagans who worshipped the god Pan. Pan is another uh, another goat god who is worshipped, and also it comes from and plays the flute which comes in the connotation, another, again, another lesson within itself um, where you get Disney's Peter Pan, who, again, that's, that's, that's something that we can get into a little bit later. But um, Pan was a pagan god, goat god that was worshipped during his time up on Mount, around Mount Hermon because it has spiritual significance. So Jesus who spoiled the principalities and powers of darkness um, came and designated that um, you have no more authority because um, I've, I have all power within my hands. So when we go over to Isaiah chapter 34, And we're going to look at verse 14. It says, And the wild beast of the desert shall also meet with the wild beast of the island, and a satyr shall cry to his fellow, and the screech owl also shall rest there and find herself a place of rest. So here again, we see how these unclean spirits, these 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 unclean birds, these goats, um, these hairy ones, which were satires or, or goats, are symbolic of these 
demonic spirits that's behind the demonic system that's taking place. So ultimately, this is brought to an end when we see in Revelation chapter 18, um, the system is judged, severely judged and and brought down. So when we go over, let's look at some commentary in regards to the wild beast of the desert. It says, in Rome, they take up their abode there, and these creatures, first in the Targaryen, renders monstrous ones, or latter wildcats, or satires, shall cry to this fellow, and the hairy ones, and it's connected. And then, it also talks about the screech owl, the female demon Lilith appears as a night bird which flies and is heard in the night, which the Jews call a she-demon by the name with a human face and has wings and destroys children as soon as they're born. So here again, we see the connection of every hateful, unclean bird, these wild beasts, which are demonic spirits that are behind this system that is eventually judged. Because when we go back to verse one of Revelation chapter 18, this is, and after these, I saw another and the angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And, uh, and he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon, the greatest fallen has fallen. It's become a habitation of devils and a hold of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean, hateful bird. So we have to keep this in mind of what spiritually is taking place in this world system, whether it's politically, economically, religiously, all these things are starting to line up and, um, it is wrapping up soon where the son of perdition will be revealed. So we have to know the word of God and we have to trust um, the word of God that these things, these, when we look, these unclean birds are symbolic of demonic spirits. So we have to keep that in mind. We wrestle not against what? Um, Ephesians 6 and 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, um, different levels of spirits that we wrestle against. So when you come up, up against the system, people think like, let's go out and let's march and let's protest and do these other things. If you're not praying, you're not discerning, you're not in your word, word of God, you're not being spirit-led, um, you're trying to use carnal things to defeat the enemy, and you can't do that. You have to be in the will of God. You have to be walking in the spirit. So what, what have we learned about um, this lesson is that most definitely that 
unclean, the habitation of devils, the foul spirits, or cage hateful birds. I'm going to go over to another scripture. And we'll be wrapping up pretty soon. I want to go over to Jeremiah chapter 5. Jeremiah chapter 5, and I believe I want to look at verses 26 and 27. Let's see. Yep. For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he that sitteth snares, that they set a trap. They, they catch men. As a cage is full of birds... So are their houses full of deceit. Therefore, they are become great and waxen rich. So in this, in this, in this Luciferian Babylonian system, they connect themselves with these caged birds, these demonic spirits. And even the book of James talks about, it talks about um, demonic or devilish Sensual wisdom. They 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 get these they get these um, things. Um, I again we um we talked about one of the go guys pan. Uh, one of the one of the people um, that really developed um, the early American um, rocket research and other things um, that led the way for. Um, rocket launching um, um, for space and other things and all was um, Jack Parsons, which Jack Parsons was good friends with the founder of um, Scientology, uh, Ron L. Hubbard. Um, Jack Parsons had access to demonic knowledge um, behind his research for rockets. Now, he was also a disciple of Aleister Crowley, and in his research and when he would be working on a project and he would launch all these different, um, when he would launch these rockets, he would do a hymn of Pan, the god Pam, Pan, to help him in regards to furthering his research and being successful in these rocket launches and everything. Um, he's the actual one in Pasadena, you can look it up, is the founder of um, JPL. So we see even in the religious world, that there's being a motivation of a, co a culmination of bringing together economic, uh, uh, ecumenical movement to bring together all the world religions together. That's being demonically inspired. Uh, even when we look at the economic system, bringing the economic system to uh, a one world currency and other things and all. Is being driven by behind the scenes that have been working for ages and ages in this Babylonian system, this Babylonian Luciferian system um, behind the economic uh, 
system, uh, behind the political system, things are working um, behind the scenes. There's spirits and other things that are taking taking place. But I like what it says. The main thing that we need to get out of this is verse four. This is for the church. And let's look at verse three. It says, for all the nations have drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So you can't, being a believer, we're just sojourning through this world. We're in this world, but not of it. Um, But when you fall, if you start pursuing the things of the world and you get caught up in the world, you're going to end up having um, Lot's wife syndrome because you're going to look back and you're going to be drawn back in the world. You're going to turn, you're going to lose out on obtaining eternal life and living for, for Jesus. You get caught up in the riches and the abundance of this actual world system. It says, verse four, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that ye may be not partakers of her sins, that ye receive not of her plague. So it's a coming out where you have to spiritually make up your mind that you're going to come out of this system and walk with the Lord, walk with the Lord because you continue to walk in this system, then you're going to partake of the plagues. So we have to keep in mind some things I want to go back to. And then we're about done is number one, when we look at, at, Psalm 68 and 6, the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So when we're not walking in the spirit or we come across people that don't go to a spirit filled church, then you're going to fall susceptible to unclean birds taking a nest in your household in your spiritual life. And the only way to drive it out is to partake of the living water of the Holy, Holy Spirit um, and, and rebuking those things. And now is a day and time that we have to really walk in discernment, but we are definitely living in the last days. We're seeing Bible prophecy Um, accelerating and being fulfilled daily. And we have to make sure that we really honor the Lord and stay in the word of God and keep his commandments.